like we're just trying not to like, we're looking crack. at each other we're like you shut up yeah. no you shut up no you more no, shut, shut up. up shut up Welcome back to the Refactor Podcast, the show where we try and help ourselves and you suck just a little bit less each and every day. My name is Frank Cole. And my name is Chris Tonkinson. And this is episode 100. 100. Triple, th- triple digits. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just doing all this, all this stuff. No, not the drum roll. Not that. You, yeah, wow. there you go. That's, wow. Long road to hoe for. Yeah. And then, then we would put a little Oh, we got a little birthday. Thing. All right. Yeah, there you I'm, go. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Episode 100, the Refactor Podcast, recorded on March 28th, 2023. I did, took, I, I'd be honest, I was really bullish. I thought we would get here a little bit faster than, than, than we actually, let me turn this down a little bit. There we go. I thought we would get here a little bit faster than I thought we would, than we did. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, lots of, um, lots of, life happening in the middle there and you know yeah. I, I i'd say we we did i think we were pretty good at staying regular with the with the episodes you know minus the the occasional blip and illnesses and vacations and you know holidays and all that kind of stuff oh yeah i mean i'm pretty happy with it i mean if you play it out we started what was it december of 21 no wait december of 20 right yeah it would be december of 20 Yep, we, right. So we, it's fifty-two weeks in a year. We're at episode one hundred. That's roughly two years. Um, yeah, a little I think if over you, two years. Yeah, yeah. I think if you play that out, we're probably eight point five or nine out of ten weeks yeah. that we that we record. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure, that's pretty good. Yeah, and I think our our hygiene is actually I, I think gotten a little better for from a recording. Oh, questionably. Standpoint. Oh yeah. Re- recording, I think we do a lot better. Um, one of the things. That, you know, we our release is not as uh, cadenced as it as it needs to be. We'll get there. Uh, so we'll get there. Uh, so what what have you what have you learned in this process? Having done this now for for two years, what what have you picked up? It could be now. This nothing. Open fe- yeah. <laughs> You're still an idiot. I still hate your guts. <laughs> what has changed? I. I've wasted a bunch of time. That's really. <laughs> I was so open field. It could be about, it could be about recording and you know that kind of stuff. It could be the you know, uh, you know stuff that you p- pushed back to work. Anything like that. Like, what have been your useful takeaways? Your worthwhile takeaways here. For me, I think the biggest one, and it's it's weird because we like this is not a new concept for either of us, but. The, I think there's some weird little psychological trick saying try to suck less a little every day mm. every single week out loud mm-hmm. I, that that seems to like it it hits a little different now like it starts to like I can feel that attitude more than I did two years ago even mm-hmm. though that has always been like outwardly I have expressed that that is the goal now that I am saying it out loud on the regular uh I think that's it's a weird thing. It's it'd be difficult for me to quantify that. No, you're uh, what you're saying is fa- you're you are uh, demonstrating the the practical usefulness and of the fake it till you make it mindset. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like you you start doing a thing, 
you're totally new at the thing. It's like going to the gym, you know, going to the gym mm. at first. Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. And that's true. You you are going to suck at it and it is going to be miserable and you don't know what you're doing, but you do it anyway and you show up and you learn yeah. and you show up the next day and the next day. And eventually those little, you know, you, you get these little additive benefits of having done it over and over and over again. And before you know it, you're mm -hmm. actually fairly good at it. That's that's how it goes. So, so I could totally see that. Yeah. All right. So, so sucking what, what about you? Uh, I actually went similarly. I was thinking about the, the ivory towerness. Uh, you know, you, you and I have taught you know, before we start doing the show, you know, the, the notion of just practical, uh, effectiveness in this job mm. was, you know, we, we've always talked about it, but it was always a, almost an academic conversation. I, I mean, I genuinely believed it, but having to, having actually, you know, sat down and recorded myself saying it and thinking through those things and sort of just mm -hmm. putting it out there in the ether for others to consume yeah, made me more confident in my own belief that that is the, you know, that the, the, there is some, there is some truth to it. And so when I'm in my daily life working with uh, with others, I'm more confident in talking about that and and giving people, you know, sometimes tough love kind of feedback about, you know, okay, yeah, I see what you're doing there, but I don't think that's what you should be doing. You should actually be over here and, you know, and being able to speak more confidently about that has been, um, that has been useful. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the, the old iron sharpens iron thing. You know, mm -hmm. I think for me, part of the value, part of the value is absolutely that. It's it's different when you, you can go and you can talk to a friend, right? And maybe they're in the same industry or maybe they're not. Maybe they're in a similar position. Maybe they're not. But you're going to get a certain kind of feedback. You're going to get a certain kind of advice from just a random friend, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to get a certain amount and kind of advice from somebody that's in your organization, whether they're adjacent to you or it doesn't really matter, right? There are expectations and motives and all of this kind of stuff that comes into there. Mm -hmm. um, but I think having somebody, <clears throat> having somebody on the regular, like time carved aside, just to talk about what we're doing and how we do it. Um, it's, it's like the therapy chair. It's the group. It's, it's group therapy, really. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think that, and I just, I just caught myself because one of the other things that I have learned is that I have, and you and I worked on this years ago, I have slipped back into umming. Mm. And so now that's, that's top of mind for me. Mm. I've, I've, okay. I've, I've regressed, fallen off the wagon. I'm now, I'm now umming a lot more. Huh. So anyway, that's 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 one of the things. Just that that iron sharpens iron. The, the routine contact with somebody in a different context, mm -hmm. right, with a sole goal of just unpacking what the heck is going on. And one of the things that I mean, you and I talk uh, not very much off the show, uh, but one of the things that comes up is like, oh, hey, this thing is happening, but I can't talk about it. And it's not appropriate in <laughs> yes. our positions. There's yeah. a lot. There is actually a lot that goes on that would make phenomenal discussion, uh, but it's not something that we can record and distribute. It's just not appropriate. Right. Um, and so that that's I would say to me is still one of the bigger one of the one of the bigger pains for me is still that whole wealth of stuff that we just can't 
can't talk about when the record button is on. But it does give opportunity to distill lessons that we pick up through those processes. And usually yeah. it's it can be weeks to months after the fact. And it, you know, we, we've eliminated the original, like we're not talking about the original situation, but there's a lesson learned and outcome that is valuable yeah. and, and worth sharing. And I'd say having the show as a, as a conduit to push that stuff out, it makes me more cognizant of those kinds of things day to day. And so I find myself actually, you know, picking up more lessons mm -hmm. learned as I, as, as we go. So there's, um, I, I've definitely focused on my, you, you talk about picking up ums. It's something that, that I am working on because I would do all, I do all the recording stuff. So, uh, you know, all the, all the finalizing and we could probably drop the bed now. Yeah, I think. we could probably drop the bed. All right, fine. That's been like a couple minutes. All right. Yeah. So we'll fade that out. There we go. So I have been doing the, uh, I, I do the audio mastering and, uh, you say that you're doing ums. Well, I, I, I can tell you for sure. My friend, I am way worse on the ums than you are because I mute myself constantly. The other thing that I have to pick up constantly is inhales. And I don't know if it's because of my microphone position or mm. what it is, but I have to, I have to de-breath myself constantly. Yeah. And so I, so I have been highly cognizant of that. And so it, that has carried over into my day-to-day -day work life because- I record the same place that I work and I use the same microphone, the same setup. And so I'm always trying to improve on that. Yeah. It's some days I'm better, some days I'm worse, but having the, sh having the show as this, as this mirror, you know, they, everyone taught you, know, I don't want to hear myself recorded. Well, yeah, again, like going to the gym, it's really awkward at first, but you get over it and you actually can pick up quite a bit. So I have been working on that kind of stuff. The other thing that I've been working on a lot of too, we talked about it in an episode. It's been a while. We were um, the having to get the last word in, you know, being the being the last. Oh know, yeah. You know, oh, I know that's what you meant. What I was actually saying was, yeah, I know what you meant. What I was actually saying, and and having like oh, that 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 jump back and forth to try and make sure the other person understands that you understand, that they understand <laughs> doing that thing. Yeah. Ever since that episode, that's, I don't know why that one stuck with me and that's been in the back of my mind. And now I make a very concerted effort to not be that last voice. And, right. and that extends all the way out to wrapping up a phone call. I try not to be the last one to say, okay, thanks. See you later. Take care or anything. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I try and deliberately let the other person say the last thing and just sign off. And the weird thing is it feels that that feels I don't know. It feels good. It feel you you feel more uh more more confident, more professional. It's sort of it's, like the way you use filler words and ums and ahs and things like that and when you're able to get rid of it, it has a it I I feel like it does have a, dis, a distinct effect on myself and other people. Super weird, but that, it is it is a it's it's a fractal when when the guy that never talks opens his mouth and says something, people tend right. to listen. Exactly. The people that are verbal diarrhea, as soon as they open their mouth, they're getting tuned out. Right. Exactly. I, like, sorry to tell you, but that's what that's the way it is. I think I think that holds true at larger and smaller scales. Mm -hmm. So even in the course of a single meeting, if you're not saying much and you finally voice up, I think you're going to get a little more attention to it. And I think it's not that there's a lot of power in silence. 
And it's almost, sometimes it's almost like a little bit of a, it's like a super pet. It's like a power move almost, right? When just, oh, yeah. just not talking. Yeah. Um, Be- because it wow, is. That was because a bad one. There's a natural, there's a natural inclination to, to fill the space. Yeah. There, the, you know, nature abhor, abhors a vacuum and that extends to humans and their interactions and things like that. But there is, we, there is I, you weight and I, to it. There's weight there's, to it. And it, it can be actual dollars. You and I made a lot of money one time just because we <laughs> let a silence hang. Oh, wow. Right? What a so great I don't, I don't callback. Yes. That so was, we don't, so oh. we don't want to share the whole, you know, the no, details. We, yeah, but, I don't want to share that whole story. That was a great but essentially, moment though. But but back in those days, I, mm. I think I could probably share this much. Back in those days, uh, we would use Skype, and Skype was able to call landlines or like actual POTS numbers. And mm-hmm. so uh, we would Skype each other because we were remote. We would have – this is just a story for the audience. We would have uh, video, right? We would be able to see each other, nonverbal cues, nod along, things like that. This was pre-Microsoft um, acquiring Skype. Skype was actually awesome, and then Microsoft yeah, bought it and screwed the pooch. It was awesome before Microsoft yeah. got their hands on it. Yeah, ditto. It was actually phenomenal. It, that Skype in that day was still better than anything we have today. We, uh, yeah, like, it's, like I we still have yet peaked. to find. Skype yeah. peaked, and now everything is not as good as that. Um, so we would do this, and then we would call our clients, our vendors, whoever else it was that we needed to call, attorneys, whatever it was, uh, through Skype. And so that we would have a three-way call, but you and I could see each other. And we were. it was a, a, a negotiation, and mm-hmm. we were in the middle of the negotiation, and uh, there was a counteroffer laid down, and we just we just held the silence and both of us like we're just like we're just trying not to like, we're looking crack. at each other we're like you shut up yeah. no you shut up no you more no, shut, shut up shut up and then we just <laughs> held the silence and like uh, and then when when the other party finally said something like a lot of money appeared out of nowhere and so it's like <laughs> it's like a really silence can be both strategic and tactically very very powerful so i have since then I have uh, I, I did some um, uh, professional executive interview training. So I, I actually got I, I went through a, a program that actually teaches you how to really succeed in, a, in an interview setting. And one of the things mm-hmm. that the lessons included went through the negotiation, the, the salary negotiation stuff. And they talked at length about the silence thing about yeah. you make the offer, you make the counter offer. And then you shut up. You have to. And it it really is. It, it sounds ridiculous and it sounds really simple, but it's so true. You don't say a thing. You just let the silence do the work for you. And you just have mm. to be comfortable enough in Preach, yourself. Brother. You just got to you just got to ride it. You just got to ride that wave. And if it, it harness, you got to harness your inner Ron Swanson. You got to say, I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Ron, actually, he's a great example of somebody who does. Actually, where is it? I think I got it here. Yeah, here it is. I got my little, my little Ron. Oh, you got a pop. I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a, a Funko pop Ron Swanson on my desk. My wife got that for me. So Ron, if you, if you watch some of his best clips, there's really pregnant pauses yeah. in all his clips. The best one has got to be the all the bacon and eggs that you have. What I said was, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? 
make sure he has his attention right <laughs> i've i've got your attention your 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 eyes are on me uh so anyway Fantastic. yeah the, uh silence is silence is absolutely golden and and super helpful and I, I have learned to really appreciate that putting the episode together because a lot of ways me filling it with ums and inhales and things like that i would take it out and then i would re-listen to it it sounds so much better when put together yeah it sounds so much put more put together the other thing that i look for and that i have uh, that i have paid attention to in our conversations and this absolutely carries over into my day-to-day life is when you and i trade off the the narrative where one of us is talking and the other one is talking right i'm i try and i don't think i've talked about you even about this with you even off off air yet I have made it a point to try and not step on you. Like I try and make that transition as, okay, I'm talking and then you're talking and then you're talking and then I'm talking. And I try and make that cutoff very clean and very natural. And I'm sure, I'm sure this is something that any, you know, trained um, broadcaster probably learns, but you know, I've sort of figured it out as we went along here that that makes for better, better radio Better show, better yeah. show, and so I try not to do that. That that stepping, and I try and you know step into the void, and I try and give you my, when I'm done. I try and cut myself off and and give you the floor so that you can step into it, so that it, it, you know, you have that natural transition. And that has carried forward into my professional life too, because hundred percent. I try not to insert myself. I I make this very concerted effort to keep my mouth shut and listen to the other person and let them finish their entire mm-hmm. thought. So I know I'll get my chance to speak. I just got to wait for them to finish. And that, ha- that it makes you a more attentive listener. It makes the other person appreciate the fact that you're attentive. So that's a, yeah, there's another thing that, that I've picked up from. The no, show. I do the same. I do the same thing. And it, and part of that is part of that's just us getting better at this, that yeah. we're, we're, I mean, we've been known each other for a long time. So we kind of, have a, a rhythm already, but explicitly for not just so that you and I can communicate ideas to one another, but that we can do that clearly enough that a third party can understand what the hell's going on between our two brains. <laughs> That's something that it's it's like a sparring partner or, or a dance partner, anything else. There's a there's a dance to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and um, that what you said with the active listening, right? So while I'm talking, I'm trying to use tone of voice, and I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to wrap the story up, make it a clean arc, so that it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, so that you can kind of anticipate when that end is going to come. It, like there's this whole thing, that, this whole meta that I think we both play, and I've also I've I've carried that through as well. Um, it's more painful when the other party doesn't know how to do the dance. Oh. So when the other party is just a verbal diarrhea, the other oh, party's cutting gosh. you off constantly. So, so if you have bad partners in meetings, it is, I think, better practice, but more difficult practice to try to to apply that same methodology, that same discipline, that same rigor in in dialogue. Right? Die means two, not just you stampeding everything. Monologue versus dialogue. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What you had, you had teased. At our last episode, that you were going to, te- you had an announcement for this episode. Do you uh, do you still have that announcement? Do you want to go through it? I we so we can do it. We can do it now, or we can do it next one. I don't know. You know, we'll 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 talk about what the, the exact timing is. But for our birthday going into what is this? I don't, what do you call this season? I don't like see the word season. It's with definitely podcast, not a season. Can we just talk we're, about we're, it? we're triple digits? Uh, we hit triple digits. Is, it's is what it is. Yeah. 
We hit triple so, digits. So what one thing that we have talked about for a while now is whether or not to add a video component. So the, the audio feed's not changing or going away. We're going to do the exact same thing the way we have. Um, maybe if we can try to make it suck less, we will. But but the audio feed is not going away. What we may do is start publishing uh, episodes into YouTube or or elsewhere. Um, so that's oh man, I'm catching a lot of ums today. Now I'm now I'm <laughs> now just I'm in super, my own, I'm up in my own head about it. He's he's all he's all I'm super up in my own head about it. I'm gonna need to get like a um I need to get a like a shock collar. Uh, yeah, like a grammar, <laughs> some kind of a grammar fail. Like I, I I thought of I thought of the bell. Oh, that's a little low. But you can just get an archer going uh. Uh, phrasing. I could drop the phrasing from the um phrasing. I just just it. cut the uh, just phrasing. cut the uh yeah the uh I could yeah. do that. The buzzer's probably it's too obnoxious. It's too like too long. It has to be something short. It's too like long. A, like yeah. a, it's got to be real quick. Yeah, like a like a yep. Like the in uh, Family Feud in the final round when somebody picks the same word that the first person and yeah that that's that's what we need. We need something yeah. like that. I'll I'll, I'll I'll get right on it. I'll get right on it. So I don't know whether we'll do whether we'll do this episode or that or 101, uh, but we will start putting those onto YouTube. Now I don't know the timing of that. I'm still one of the things like you ask what we've learned. I think you have delved much deeper into the audio production side of things, and sure. I'm, I'm a relative novice in there. Uh, so now I'm trying to figure that the video component is actually I think easier than the audio. Uh, because not just because reasons, uh, whatever's in my brain that makes it makes it that way, or the tooling that I'm using. But got a new, I got some new hardware to play with, um, and we are going to get those up. I don't know. Uh, probably just start with just full episodes up on YouTube, and then we'll we'll go from there. But I think that'll be fun. It's it's just something new, something dynamic. You, you and I sometimes we do great radio things where we show things that super, nobody yeah, can. Super awesome radio yeah. when we've got the, yeah, you need the video. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that. And that'll be exciting. It'd be something, something new to add, something, you know, um, that we haven't done before. And it'll push us to, it'll push us to rethink, I think the, the format and, uh, how we present the content and so forth. So I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to it. Cool. Well, if this episode does go up, I have to apologize to the audience because I actually have this giant obnoxious bandaid on my forehead today. Just shortly before the episode, I just had a mole removed. Nothing. Nothing bad, nothing, no, nothing cancerous. So no, no Good. need to sweat that. But I, I, it does Good. look like I, I got a bit of a scrap uh, at the moment. I, I was actually, I was trying to, uh, trying to be deferential. I was going to ask you afterwards, like, oh, are you okay? I didn't want you to be self conscious. Like, do we wait <laughs> an, a week and you know? No, no, um, no. It's, a, it's, it's all good. I, I had. I actually, the interesting thing is I had, I had a, it was, it was on my forehead right above one of my eyebrows. My father had one in nearly the exact same spot. Super mm -hmm. weird. Super duper weird. So had that. And his father before him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, th I, I, uh, I, I want, I'm excited to get the full recordings out there. I'm more interested in pulling down the snippets and turning those into consumable content via social media. That's my. That's my mm -hmm. broader interest in in getting this stuff because that that has I, I I think a lot of play. I feel like almost like a bit of a dinosaur, you know, doing just pure podcast setup when everybody is doing. Even if they have a podcast, they still snippet stuff and turn them into these little consumable bits on on social media. So no, I'm, and I I'm looking I forward agree. to us sort of catching up with uh, with the kids. I agree. I agree. It's uh, kind of like we just. <laughs> We just put a we just put a landline in our house. 
for the kids uh, so you that did. they know how to call oh. 911. Oh, cool. Uh, we, have a, we have a paper tape next to the phone in the kitchen with all the grandparents, aunts, and uncles' phone numbers. Wow. Um, okay. they, the, the older two, anyway. They know how to use it in case, you know, just it's a, it's a skill that you should have and, and in case they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're now old enough, damn it, I did it again. As they're old <laughs> enough uh, to start using that. So similarly, yeah, I feel like I feel like going and saying we have a podcast, which podcast not going away. It's not old or anything. No, no. Posting full episodes to YouTube does have a certain onion on your belt quality to it. I like I feel the same thing. And yeah, so Yeah, exactly. And so I think pulling out pulling out shorts for the, posting the shorts is probably is, the yeah. most effective thing we can do. It's because we can look at an episode and we can think, oh, that one was pretty good or that one was not so good. There's gonna be a gem in every one, and that's gonna be the price the price of admission, uh, if you will. That's so the I one that pulling, I want to pull being out. Being able to pull those snap. out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, th- no, they call them shorts, Frank. You've got to get with my, the, my bad. Uh, uh, yeah. The times. I'm so I'm 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 the old I'm the old fuddy so. buddy here. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. cool. So I don't know if we, I don't know if we throw those where we put them. We just put them on the internet. I think is where they go. They just go. <laughs> yeah, on there's the this internet. place called the internet. The interwebs. You just put them in one of the tubes, and then it goes somewhere. Just there's make sure you don't involved. clog. You know, make sure it's know. too big. You don't want to clog the tube. I don't want to clog the tubes. Yeah. <laughs> that's so we'll a, do that. Maybe put it on the tiki talks. That's a clip I need. I'm going to mark right. <laughs> series of tubes. It's not something that you just dump something on. It's not a big truck. It's, it's a series of tubes. It's not a dump truck. It's a series of tubes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, all right. So new video. We're up to the triple digits. Uh, we've been numbering in the triples because I was super optimistic and it proves that I was right yet again. Go, go me. So it was a classic, classic case of what's good enough. And mm-hmm. we said, look, there's a reasonable chance that we get to threes. And I hate it when part of the list is two digits and then it jumps to three. Like, just make it three. All the mm-hmm. we're, we're speaking, we're, we're manifesting this in the universe, Frank. This is what we've done for two years. Yeah. We have manifested this. Yeah. And, and then, so <laughs> now I'm thinking, well, golly, 100 went awfully quick. Should I have done four? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm willing to put that's So that was my cutoff for that's for future yeah. for future Frank to deal with. That felt like a little too much future coding because you were increasing the the zero pad by a factor of ten. That you know, for as long it took us two years to get to a hundred. Which, unless we change our cadence, which I, I suppose could happen. That's that's how these things tend to go. But unless we change our cadence, it's going to take us another what twenty years? eighteen years eighteen years to get there. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm willing to punt on that issue. For I sure. don't. So here's the thing, though. Talking to you that much for that long, I, I don't it's think I have it in me. Ver- I don't, it's a very taxing. Like I, I don't. Uh, I don't think I have it in me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's the. I don't think that's that's a thing that we're gonna. <laughs> and just, I just can't. <laughs> just, just can't. So yeah, I was willing to punt on that, but that's. It's interesting that you mentioned that because my. Um, we talked about stories that we can't tell from work. Here's one that I definitely can. So my, my current employer, they, they, um, the, the, the engineering team they have, they use a, a numbering system for all of their servers. You know, the servers get mm-hmm. a, you know, number one, number two, et cetera. All right. And they've got a zero pad in there. They have a four digit zero pad. Now this is a, this is mm. a six year old startup that we run our own bare metal. 
So these are our own servers. There is some, you know, there is some significance to them. And then we have virtualization on top of it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're creating a lot of instances of a lot of things for sure. However, I don't think we've gotten beyond a single digit yet. I feel like four digit zero pad may have been just a bit. We, we I, I don't oper, not optimistic, but I mean, did you, how, how fast did you think you were going to get to thousands of servers? Like how big of a company? That's do some you think future you're coding. Be, that's yeah. a mega future coding. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's the same, it's the same logic as the show things. numbering. Yeah, same logic it is. As the show it's, numbering, the same, right? it's the same logic, but again, it One goes, is, to the, goes to the sliding scale. That's the thing that I, I really wanted to dial in on. There is no set point. There is no right or wrong. But this stuff all does live on a sliding scale, and it just takes understanding that it's not a zero-one binary decision in any instance, and un- yeah. you know, taking into account all the different considerations. Okay, in this instance, this seems like it could be a reasonable spot to land, and then understanding that in a completely different situation, even if it's you know in the same day or you know over, over the same subject, you could land in a completely different spot, and that too is okay. We you know. We as engineers have this tendency to be very dogmatic and rigid and, and we, we get, you know, very, very practiced and set in our ways and, and don't, <laughs> you're, 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 you will be a, you will be better at what you do if you're not, if you're not so, so stinking rigid constantly constantly tied around the axle about what may happen three years from now yeah oh my gosh this yes the the future coding and the future concerns and things like that yes oh my god that that drives me i mean we were talking about perfect being the enemy of good i mean i i sort of see the 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 seeking perfection in future coding i i feel like those are very much tied at the hip because I'm thinking about what I have to do three years down the road, and that in and of itself is a way to make this even you know, this thing you know make my widget even better. If I think about where it might be in three years from now, no, don't 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 do that. Where does it need to be tomorrow? Worry I, about tomorrow. Mm, I've I've got a situation like that where uh, we're you know we've we're missing on some basic blocking and tackling right there's okay. some there's some there's some one hundred and one stuff that we're not doing well enough. We need to increase our posture. Okay. Let's get the 101 stuff. Let's just make a list. Just give me a list. That's all I want is a, like a bulleted list, literally. Just make a list of the things. Okay. And then it turns into uh, this huge, wide Excel table with all of these things. Oh, it's gosh. like, okay, well, that's <laughs> fine. That's that's fine because those are things that I was going to ask for next or after that. The problem is one of the most important things that was supposed to be in the flat list still isn't there. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, like I, I understand you want to be complete, and I understand that we've got other. Th- it's the world is not just a list. We need, we clearly need more than that. But when the elements of that list are not present, we're not going to spend our time go filling in columns C through Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the sort of thing where I think we just get distracted by shiny. And we, I say we, because I think we're all we all do this. Oh, we yeah. get distracted by shiny objects and we wind up focusing on the wrong details. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that gets us into trouble. For sure. I, I totally, totally agree. It's so easy to get lost in the weeds because there are just so many different considerations to think about. And it's important to 
to elevate the important stuff and downgrade the the unimportant stuff. It's not all of same of the same importance and identifying the things that are. I have gone so far with things like what you're describing there. I have gone so far as to get hyper explicit with people when I'm asking them for something. I will tell them what I don't want them to do. So in your example mm-hmm. there, you, you mentioned, okay, I, I want a list. If, if it's me in that situation and the possibility of this becoming a, 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 an Excel spreadsheet or a presentation or something like that, I will go out of my way to say, okay, I just want you to send me a list. Now, to be clear, I want just a bulleted list in an email. I do not want a spreadsheet. I do not want yeah. a PowerPoint. I want just a list in the email containing these things. And I get explicit about what I don't want them to do just to na- further mm-hmm. narrow the effort down and boil it down into the most simplistic elements. That's a, uh, that, that's just a, a constant fight because as engineers, we're builders. Like we're constantly, it's, it's additive. Yeah. It's like, oh, I could do this. Oh, I could do this. Oh, if, if I can do this, I can do this. And then you can see the Legos just mm-hmm. sort of stacking themselves. And before you know it, you've got this giant ass tower when really all you needed was a, you know, Modest and well, if, and well, if we already went and did this, we should go back and really fix it. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. No, here's a good example of people getting distracted. I'm going to rant for a second. Uh-oh, are you ready okay. for this? Yeah, here's an yeah, example of people get distracted by shiny objects that don't matter and they are not focused on the mission. So we recently, uh, we redid our bathroom. Okay. Uh, we bought this house seven, eight years ago. My wife has hated the bathroom every one of those, however many 365 times eight is of those days. So we finally, we've saved up. We finally, we got our, we got our new bathroom. Final inspection happens. Mm, yes. Yesterday. Final, the, the, the township uh, inspector comes and you know what their issue is. They had, they had one problem. You know what the problem was? Uh, no. Nothing in the bathroom. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They came uh-huh. because we did work on the master bath. Mm-hmm. Master bath is done. Looks great. They did a good job. Everything's buttoned up. Everything's to code. Like that, that's fine. I talked with all the trades as they came in and, and all of this kind of stuff. Their issue was that in the hallway outside the bedroom, there wasn't a second carbon monoxide detector. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I said, I said, hang on. I understand that we got to get the carbon monoxide detector. I can certainly do that. If that's code that there needs to be one in this exact location. I can go and do that. That's not a problem. Uh, hey, I'm a fan of not dying, right? That just, I'm going to go on record. I know that's a controversial take. I'm personally a fan of not dying. And so in our area, the code is if you have any fuel burning appliance, think uh, a gas dryer or stove or furnace, you right. know, oil furnace, um, or an attached garage, which is, which is what we have. We have the attached garage. You need carbon monoxide detectors at certain points in the house, and we didn't have one of them. And so, and so this township inspector says, yeah, well, it needs to be here to sign off on the bathroom. And I was like, okay, so are we going to have to go back and relitigate the entire construction of the property in order to get this bed? Because that's not related to the bathroom. That's what you're here for. I, and I, I, I actually had to catch myself because I went from zero. I went from like zero to nine real quick. <laughs> I had to catch myself and reel it back. And he's like, no, I understand. And you could, I could see the look in his eyes. Like this is not his first rodeo. Uh, and, and so he's like, no, this is actually the only thing that like retroactively applies when we when we do these inspections 
I don't fully believe that that's true. I don't buy that either. That's I don't just what buy he's, that. That's just what he's saying. You know, I, I, I got... <laughs> I have I have to justify getting paid to come out here and harass you. And so yeah. I need to find yeah. I need one line. I need to find something to make it worth the township's while to pay me for this crappy job that I'm doing. And so I, this is the box mm. that I'm going to check for you. But I'm going to assure you that this is the only thing because mm. I only need to find one. I'm not interested in actually being here any longer than I need to, but I have to find one thing. And so that's it. This is your day. This is, cla- I, this is classic Queen's oh. duck type. Bull crap right here. Like I've got to justify my existence. And so I've got to find some nonsense to make to make noise about. Get out. Get out of this house. That's exactly what I would tell this clown. Gosh. I man. mean, it's an easy fix. Like I said, okay, uh, it's I, I don't that like it's not putting me out to put an extra detector in the house is fine. Yeah. But I was very annoyed that like, okay, but you're not here for that. You're not here like, for like, that. Stay, stay focused, pal. Like, yeah. And also, where were you when I bought the house? Now this costs me money. Why couldn't you have I, done this was, when the house was bought? That was I'm the first thing that we. Th- I'm convinced. This is this is. I mean, I'm convinced that those 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 guys, the ones from the from this the local county, I am convinced they operate with a different set of spectacles on when you are selling a house versus when you are doing improvements. Because oh, yeah. when they're selling the house. They get tax revenue from that. They and and the house gets like that. That's a revenue thing, and they're not going to insert themselves in a way that's going to disrupt the potential sale. And so they're lighter weight on their inspections. But when you're doing improvements on your house, now they've got you by the by the short hairs, and there's no reason for them not to pull out all the stops with this kind of bull crap. I actually, I think I I don't know if that's true or not because I when. Because when you, at least in our area, uh, the home inspector that comes is not, that's not like the township code no, 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 enforcement I'm, I'm, yeah, office, no, 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 I'm right? Not that's, some, that. that's some third party. This is the township. So I think they're probably always like this. And I think that's why nobody calls them unless they have to, because it's just a royal pain. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to me. Yes, yeah, there's, there's that. I was thinking more about when they come in, um, they... Um, Normally, maybe this is a maybe this is a regional thing. Uh, normally, when uh, the house is being sold, that the house at that time often gets reappraised by the county for its tax. For its yeah, tax the millage value, doesn't change, might, but the valuation does, and right. so then the revenue almost universally goes up. And usually, yeah. that involves and you that in usually involves a an inspection by the county to make sure things are up to up to code. But again, maybe that's a regional thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I totally hear what you're saying that it, it could be, you know, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Like I didn't bring you in to look in the garage. Stop looking in the garage. Don't need you. To that do was that. the first thing out of my mouth. I was like, yeah, but you're here for the bathroom. Yeah. I don't care about and this. I, yeah. Uh, hello. Like yeah. I don't, uh, and then I was like, hang on, I, I did actually buy at one point a, a, another carbon monoxide detector and I've got it somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. And then they go, oh, yeah, well, let's go look. And I was like, no, don't no, go no, you stay around right freaking there. You, you stay right here. You're in, you're in a hallway that has nothing but a couple of pictures and doorways. You stay right here. I'm not going to have you snoop around and go find, oh, there's some other things here that we found on it. Get, get out. Get, get out of this house. That's right. Get out of this house. Get out. Get out of this house. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's just oh, ridiculous. <laughs> but I think we have tendency to do this with with software. That's, oh, hey, look, we got we to solve this problem. We're having some 
look, we're having some latency issues, right? Pages are loading slowly. Forms aren't submitting. Um, uh, we look into the details, and it turns out that there are some responses not coming back as quick as they need to. And before you know it, we're off checking like antivirus deployment and whether the network is healthy. And these, it's like we made a change yesterday. Things are broken today. They weren't the day before. Go unbreak the thing you broke yesterday, right? It's very cut and dry. And meanwhile, we're having to go and explore all these little areas and and think mm. about retooling yeah. things and and rewriting modules. It's like, no, no, just go push control Z and take your time and figure it out. Because when things, when there's an outage, everybody's stressed, right? Everybody's under pressure, time is money, you know, all those things. These and and I, it's somehow it's like that that I know I was shifting more into like an operations thing here, but like that diagnostic mindset can sometimes get mushy. Yeah, yeah, for for sure, for sure, it can. So uh, I sent you an article. Gosh, it was a uh, a while four years ago. Yeah, it was a, a zillion years ago from our, from mm-hmm. before our last episode, and I it was just an interest, uh, just interesting to talk about so it was written up it was a write-up by android central which apparently has moved out of just doing android so good on them i did not realize and this is it was a really cool uh i thought this was an interesting topic um so the the headline it's impossible to review security cameras in the age of breaches and ransomware and the the sub subtitle unless you're a true security expert you can't know what's going on behind the scenes of your favorite home security brand now i thought this would just be interesting to talk about because one mm-hmm. duh this is something that has been on my radar since the advent of cloud based services there is a reason that i don't have and i don't have alexa or nest google home i don't have any of that crap in my house and that includes security cameras. I have a a um, Simply Safe security system installed in the house, but it's just the system. I don't have the subscription service hooked up, and I don't have any of their their cameras. And that is deliberate because as soon as you hook that up, that means that that's all out there and available to third parties. And mm-hmm. this article goes into detail about how. All, because all of these security companies are just, they're just web connected devices. It's, it's IOT. It's internet of things. And it's the parking, it's the parking attendant in Ferris Bueller. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of them. And, and you know, the, 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 the article goes on to lament, Oh, the, these things, they, they have breaches and there's really no way for us. They, they say that they're secure, but there's really no way for us to verify that they're secure. And then, you know, refers to stories of of breaches and stories of how staff at these at, at some of these yeah. companies have been illicitly accessing your private feeds and things like that and this is this has always been the case it's i'm i am i am both glad that the general public is slowly catching up to this reality I'm also disappointed that this is still an issue that we can't we can't seem to find a solution to. And I and I I I lump myself into that category too because th- this is something that I have thought about for years and it, it is I, I think it is 
the one of the stickiest points for web services, cloud enabled internet services, especially things that have a physical that 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 bleed themselves into the physical world, things like security cameras and and home automation devices like Alexa and Nest and things like that. It all goes back to a central service. It's run by a company and you really have no clue and there's no accountability for how that stuff is set up, how it's stored, who has access to it, what they can do with it. And I, I, this to me is, I think, the next thing that, that we as an industry need to need to solve. We, we need to come up with some way that makes this system more reliable or at least holds companies more accountable. And I loathe to use the, the R word you know, go the, the regulation mm. route. I don't, because that don't, doesn't fix anything. It doesn't, it doesn't actually fix anything. fix anything. It doesn't fix anything. It just adds paperwork and bureaucracy and cost on top of everything. So I don't want to do that. I feel like there's got to be a private, there's, there's got to be a, a business private sector sided solution to it. I just don't know what it is. Um, so I was both happy and sad to see this article and I just thought it was interesting. Your thoughts. My, I mean, oh, I got a lot of thoughts. Uh, but my my immediate what comes to mind is we have the solution. It's called open source technology and self hosting. Uh, if you yeah, really wanted true. to put the, the the speed, and I think we are as a society out over our skis on the deployment of advanced digital technologies. And I don't think I don't think anybody really understands how the information is processed and stored. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody truly appreciates how brittle that chain is. And I think, you know, it's, it's tough because I, I take that, I take the hard stance and I say, yeah, if you want this advanced technology, you've got to know how to operate it. On the one hand, that is, that's a pretty, on the one hand, that's, that's a, that's like, I think fairly level headed, right? Like that's a fairly based take. And on the other hand, I think, well, the technology's there, the capability, the cat is out of the bag on, in terms of the capabilities of mm -hmm. the, the, these systems can deliver. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to uh, un unroll this. And so it's here. Now, what do we do? Right. It's, right. it's similar. Uh, you know, we're going to explicitly avoid politics. Um, but it's, it's kind of like the whole gun control thing, you know, uh, whether you think they're great or you don't, they're here. And so that's like a problem. Like that is, that is a thing. It's a fact. You can't, you can't right. just, you can't just imagine a world where, well, they don't exist at all. These cameras exist. These microphones exist, right? To, just to punish anybody that's listening to us on speaker right now, Alexa, order 9,000 AAA batteries. <laughs> right? How many people's sphincters just clenched when I said that, right? Because these devices are listening and that, that's like a classic side channel attack, but these are the kinds of things that can happen. Um, I, I, it's th there are there are almost uncountably many classes of security flaw that you could document with a system like this. Classes of flaw, not individual problems, but classes of flaw that you could that you could that you could think about with a system like this. And you're right; there's absolutely no accountability. Other than a sticker on the front of the box that says, trust me, bro, there is no accountability whatsoever. And I think when people are, you have to have, 
as a technologist, people have the bald-faced audacity to be surprised when their information is compromised. And I think, well, that's your fault. And also, I have a compassionate heart because these people are being sold a product in a box uh, with a brand they recognize at a store that they've shopped for their whole lives. And they think, wow, it says it's safe. I can plug it in and it works. And now I have this new capability I've deployed, whether that's a voice assistant or a camera of the front yard or whatever it is. It's a real problem. But the the reality is that the technology is being deployed and utilized by people that really don't understand it. And and just like the, just like any other kind of debate you could have in this similar vein, that is a problem. I, regulation doesn't solve it. No, and, and I actually would disagree with that. I don't think open source solves it either because you're that yes, what you're saying is true, and you could actually put an open source system in place. But the lift there is so significant that it requires effectively specialized skill in order to do like your average, you know, your average Joe Schmo is not going to be able to, if, if we continue with the example of these closed circuit cameras, you know, your average mm-hmm. Joe Schmo is not going to be able to set up his own CCTV system. There are open source versions of it, but he's got to get the software. He's got to get the server. He's got to install, you know. He's got to get that up and running. He's got to install the software. He's got to hook the cameras to the system. He's got to make sure it's working. He's got to make sure that the video rotates, uh, you know, eating its tail. He's got to you know, like the, the, it's, mm-hmm. it's a specialized skill. It's a specialized skill to do that you can purchase. There are companies that do. They'll come in and install a CCTV system for you. That is effectively off the cloud. It is a private yeah, yeah. system. You, yeah. you can do that. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But that purchase is not go to Home Depot and buy a Nest system, you know, buy wow. a, you know, it, 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 those are, those two events are fundamentally different things. You know, the, the time, the outlay of cash, the complexity, the, um, and that's really the challenge. You know, the, the, these companies have capitalized on the, the ease of use and the ease of access of, well, you take this thing, you plug it in, it just connects to the internet and away you go. And I mean, there is, there is a lot of beauty in, in the simplicity imagine, there. I, I do love that, but. Imagine a world where Ferraris were 40 bucks. Okay. What does that, what does that world look like? <laughs> Fast. <laughs> right. That means everybody the age of 16 or over has got a Ferrari. Okay. Yeah. And there is untold death and devastation and destruction and heartache. There are untold pileups on highways and trees ra- with cars wrapped around them, right? That's mm. the, why, why are Ferraris not a problem in our society? Because the access to access is, right? is more and limited, so, sure. And, and so with these products, and I'm not, you know, it's not a value judgment, right? But the, the reason that we don't have more of a problem as a society with how dangerous a Ferrari is, is because so few people have them. Now, that's not the same as saying the people that should have them do. It's not the same as saying the people that are qualified to operate them are. Mm-hmm. It's just saying that the pool of people that can get them is small. And so, again, I go back, there's this dichotomy raging in my head when I look at things like this, this camera security debate. On the one hand, you shouldn't have it. It is it if you don't understand how the thing works, you shouldn't be using it. Yeah. And and consumers are going to the store, they're picking boxes off of shelves, checking out and plugging them in. How can they be held responsible for 
the 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 risk how can how can they truly be expected to understand the decision that they're making and all of the little ramifications and all the little nuanced consequences and so it's I, like both of the, I think I think both of those statements, while they are wildly contradictory, they are both true. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, and two I, things can be true like, at once. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, and I don't know that I, I don't know that I could actually go. I don't know that I'm willing to part with either of those sentiments. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that we should be ripping this stuff off of the off the shelves. What I'm suggesting is sort of in line with what you said. They're here. They're not going anywhere. We need to come up with ways to make the the currently invisible portions more visible. You know, but how do you? But that's the that's the problem. How, how do you do it? I, I get it. That 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 is the million dollar question. It's I get bi- it. It's Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> it's it's Bitcoin. Right. Well, oh, we're gonna throw some crypto at this. That's what's gonna solve we're this. Gonna, we're just gonna, we're gonna throw gonna, some crypto. Just- I'm just gonna it's camera my, coin. The camera coin. I'm gonna collect my Maserati. That's it. Like we're 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 out of here, folks. We just we, we just na- made the next you know million dollars. We're we're we're. I'll done. see you for one hundred and one. Um, right. No, it's it's Bitcoin, right? It's you. You are your own bank. You are responsible for holding on to your keys and custodying your keys. And if you have the majority of your holdings with an exchange, you're not doing crypto. Right, you're doing normal banking with slicker marketing. It's not the same. They are not equivalent. No, they're and not. Most people, most people don't have in. And I'm not saying that people are people are universally stupid. I think a lot of people could be like a lot of people have the capacity to understand basics of key management well enough to custody their their coin. I think I think I think a lot of people could could be brought to that place. Do they really understand it? Eh, that maybe doesn't matter as much, right? Here, uh, the answer is for those that want it, I think you've got a choice. Either you have to say, well, I'm going, you, you are implicitly, and this is, this is kind of where, where the, the one side of my head comes down. You just have to trust Google or you just have to trust Amazon. You Which? just do. Or, or, <laughs> You learn how to run cable through your plenum and stand up Docker containers and maintain, you know, spinning rust in your basement and all of that kind of stuff, right? Those are your two options. Either you understand the technology and we have the technology. It's actually easier than it has ever been to deploy one of these systems yourself. If you want to just go buy the hardware and hook it up in your home network, that's easier than it's ever been. And it was easy five, 10 years ago when I started looking at this stuff. Um, Either you trust yourself or you trust a giant, you know, for-profit global megacorp. You know, you trust Uncle Jeff, Uncle Bill, Uncle <laughs> Sergey. Uh, by the way, these are not like cool uncles. These are like, you know, these are like Uncle Rico. They're looking out for number one. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you're not paying for anything with the, you're not paying for these services, which means you're the product. That's the other thing to keep in mind. Even now, the ones- that's. Even where you are paying, even where you that's are not, paying, you still and, are the you know, product the, sometimes. Yeah, the, and the, the profit true. motive aside, right? If you if you want to just talk about the the security vulnerability, that 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 doesn't whether you're paying or not, that's that's all the same, right? Mm-hmm. You're still you're still sending videos and images to somebody else's computer. That's all you're doing, yeah. and then you're asked. So this is what happens: you send all of your data to somebody else's computer, and then you request it back. You ask for it back. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, well, here's an interesting analogy. I just realized 
it's very similar to how the healthcare system works. Because you go to a doctor, the doctor right, creates a well, the, you go to a doctor, the doctor hit, you know, creates a file for you if you're a new patient and they you know, collect all your demographic information. And then you have your series of visits and whatever procedures they do or for you, they, they capture all that information. That's stuff that they have captured, but it's technically your data and you can yeah. ask for it back at, at any time. But there's also even even after that fact, they still have copies of it. and you don't have any direct control over who has that information and where it goes and things like that. Now there are some laws around that. There's certainly more laws around that than there is around internet of things type of stuff, you know, with, uh, with HIPAA and the, and the like, you know, this is interesting being in health tech. I should probably know, but as it, a, is it, is, is there legal precedent? Is there legal foundation? B, is there practical precedent? And C, has anybody ever heard of, requesting like attestation of destruction. Like I'm going to yeah, move, right? That's a good question. Yep. I'm gonna going to move from Pennsylvania to Ohio. Uh, I don't want this local health system. They don't need my information anymore. I'm going to send them an email and say, hey, please destroy my data. Can Is that something that they do? I don't know. I don't know if they do. That's a good, that's a, that's where I was going with this was, you know, is there, you know, some kind of way to, to, uh, you can get the data out. You can request from any one of these oh, yeah, providers by it. law. They'll, they have to give mm -hmm. it to you. So there's that. I could certainly see, again. And a lot of the major systems now, even the, the, some of the like regional systems, they have, there's an app and, and the standard is called FIHR, F-I-H-R, if anybody wanna looks at, wants to look at it, like H7 stuff. Um, but there, there are like data interchange form, standard data interchange yeah. formats with all this stuff and everybody can interoperate. And the healthcare industry is just consolidating to such a degree that you're probably... You know, if you're in any kind of metro area, there's probably like one or two systems. It's not like you just have a local PCP anymore. Yeah, um, they're, they're, and they're getting to a point where even if they have individual, even if you have individual providers and things like that, the way that the data is stored and transferred is completely interoperable. Yeah, no. I mean, we're getting to that point, which I think is good. I mean, having a, having a single standard is, is certainly, uh, for, at least for transmissibility, sort of the way APIs have become a de facto I communication standard between I systems. think it's great. Yeah, I had a, a family thing. member had a, a had a health issue a few years ago and literally went to another state to get a, a second opinion, a consult on something and didn't have to go to the doctor's office and get carry a binder of crap. Right. It's just like, right. oh, yeah, send it. And that's and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's good. And so I, I, I could see. You know, uh, I, I could see the big R regulation. I could see that stepping in here a little bit for the destruction of data, for the interoperability and things like that. But it gets it gets gnarly in a hurry. I, I'd rather see a private industry solution to this, you know, like a th like a third party. But what what problem are we trying to solve here? Are we trying to make software secure because that's doomed to failure. No, I'm not. Or are we just trying to no. shed salt and light <laughs> on data custody? Because like, I, yeah. So I, I'm sorry. I guess I should have. Uh, I, I assumed a little bit. Curse of knowledge there. I assumed probably too much uh, because you and I both know software will never ever be secure. It is just simply not possible. All we can do is no, because software sucks because software always sucks. And the stuff you write today, hopefully sucks a little bit less than the stuff you write tomorrow, but you will never reach a hundred percent security. Just like you will never reach a hundred percent 
code coverage with your unit tests. It's just simply an impossible dream that you are always pursuing but never actually reach. So no, this I'm not what we call an aspirational goal. Uh, there you go. It's an aspirational goal. So I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is I, I like that so, uh, sunshine and salt. Being able to see, you know, having some kind of verified third party say they're doing everything they can, you know, and it's it's good or you know they had a breach or they had a situation happen and they handled it appropriately that's the part that i think is missing right now so the, you so you do want you do want like a an an anal, an analog to i really choked over that one to hipaa high trust pci fedramp like you're, you're looking for something along those lines that says look if you're going to be in custody of data from a consumer and we can put some boundaries around it, right? Maybe it's maybe it's biometric data. Maybe it's maybe it's images and videos from within the home. Whatever, whatever they have, we want to classify this. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is there's yeah. there's sort of some sort of standard by which we measure whether you are considered a responsible custodian. Oh, maybe, and whether that's a government body or or just an industry standards body. I'd, I'd much rather go the industry standards body. We seem to be moving in a direction where breaches are, there, there has become a sort of way that breaches are approached the way that you should mm-hmm. do it. Now, not everyone does the same thing in the same time frame. And I think that would be a, a you know marked improvement. Kind of looking at you here, LastPass, you guys really screwed the pooch. If they survive the year, I'll be shocked. Anyway. Oh, does, does LastPass still exist? They, they <laughs> do still exist. Yeah. But I, I feel like. Next time that comes up, by the way, just let you know, next time that comes up, if it's like next week, I'm going to say who's last pass. Yeah. See the progression there. (laughs) So I'm willing to bet there are a lot of people like me where I canceled my subscription and it just has X number of months to run out before, you know, it. it, so I, I think it's coming. But, you know, like they had stuff happen in the summer and they only got around to disclosing pieces of it in November. Like, come on. We all, everybody knows what you should be doing. You know what you should be doing and you're not doing it. And so there's, there's an accountability issue here that needs to be addressed. Do better. Do, yeah, there's a, right. But, and, and so we seem to be pursuing it, but it's, you know, there's no, there's no outside of the you know, general public trust, which is fickle and short, that has short-term memory loss. I, I I don't I don't see anything that's you know really moving the needle on this. It goes back to this article. I don't know how we I don't know how we solve the problem that this author is talking about. They're, they you know, but they're they are now unwilling to make any recommendations on any of these security systems because of the the centralized cloud nature, and they just have no trust or ability to trust how that centralized component is managed and secured. And they're absolutely right. And so how do we solve that? That's that's that is the that is the the million dollar question of the day. I don't have an answer. Maybe somebody else out there does. I'm gonna keep thinking about it. This is like one of those things that like noodles in the back of my brain through the day. It's like a splinter in your mind, slowly yeah. driving you mad. Well, now I've got it too. Uh, <laughs> if you so if you're if you have uh, if you have feedback for us, if you if you know of anything like this uh, that is ex- extant in the industry that that uh, people are working on. Um, please let us know. Feedback at refactor.work. Uh, send us an email. Voice record on your phone. Email that to us. We'd be happy to play it on the show. 
Uh, you can also find uh, back episodes, all 99 of them, because this is episode 100, by the way, mm-hmm. on refactored.work. Uh, along with that, we've got show notes, archives, recommendations, picks, things like that. Uh, you can find more Frank online at Frank Cole. Uh, I'm sorry, Hot Coles. Hot Coles. Although the other one should redirect. I do have that one as well, but go on. Oh, you have FrankCole.com? I do okay, have FrankCole.com, yeah. Very good. Uh, well, we're going we're gonna to put that to the test. Uh, myself, I am online at Tonkinson.com, and that pens, pending whether or not the redirect still works there. <laughs> this has been, and are you ready for it? Uh, this is a surprise to some people. This is episode 100 of the Refactored Podcast, recorded March 28th, 2023. Thanks, Frank. Congratulations. Happy 100.